Welcome to the Red-Blooded Outdoors Podcast. You got your host here, Cornbread. Over here on the other side of the room, we got Cooney. What's up, Cooney? What it is. Not much, man. What you been up to? Going to work. Then when I... Well, I actually, I go to school first thing in the morning. Then when I get out of school, I go straight to work. Then when I get out of work, come straight to the house, eat some supper, go to bed. There you go. There you go. You, uh... You didn't get to hunt this past weekend. You was working Saturday and Sunday. Yep. What's Dang. up with that? Had to put in that grind. Got a little bit of extra paper in that pocket. That's right. That's right. That uh, me and uh, me and Buck and a buddy of ours got to hunt all weekend. Y'all did a uh, hunt with Truth and Nature Ministry, right? That's right. That's right. We uh, we got to guide two fine, outstanding young men. For the Truth and Nature Ministry, we uh on Saturday, uh we did get on a couple of birds. The the young boy I took, uh, we got on a couple of birds. Couldn't make it happen. The weather set in, rainy, windy. We we sat in the truck for a while, ate lunch, got out, got back at it. Seen a couple of gobblers. Had a ball in God's creation. Had a real good time. We put in that work, eight point three miles boots on the ground y'all didn't get no bird did you what you know about that 8.3 miles i did i definitely didn't do 8.3 miles that's for sure <laughs> no nah, we didn't get no bird but uh like i said we had a ball if uh y'all check out truth in nature y'all y'all check out our previous podcast uh where mr jeff davis one of the co-founders of truth in nature tells all about it tells all about it. if y'all want to get involved want to donate check that out uh, there's some links in that show note to that episode. Y'all can check them all out. They're they're a real good ministry. We love volunteering for them. Love everything they do. The uh, you gonna hunt this weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. I already took off two weekends. Probably not a good thing to take off two. You can't kill no can't kill them on the couch as you always tell us. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, because the weekend before you went to Blue Ridge, Georgia. Yep, up to Blue Ridge. Went went up there did a little bit of fishing. Fishing on the Blue Ridge Lake. Right. And uh That was your that, that was your spring break. Yeah. Yeah, that was You the, took that Friday off work. Oh yeah. Take I'll take off work and go on vacation, <laughs> but not turkey hunting. Uh, yeah. What's up with that? It is what it is, man. Hey, you got a good worth ethic. I I ain't gonna beat up on you about it. I'm real proud of you for the way you like to work. Uh I really am. You're doing a good job with that. Doing a real good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Take well. taking uh taking keep that because the the type of type of young man you're becoming now is going to sow over into the the adult you become later on in life. So hold on to that. The uh so y'all didn't catch no fish. No, not not a single fish. We probably fished for two hours. Didn't even see down. I brought my pole about fifteen minutes in. 10, 15 minutes in, got it snagged up in a tree. Well, that's about normal for you. You're going to tear something up. Well, but, you know, that was, my, that was my first time casting a fishing pole in like a year. Because you know me, I, I cane pole it just yeah. about every time I go in. Now, true that, Cooney, Cooney takes a cane pole and does, I mean, you would think he is over there with a bait caster and he is just, just fishing away. With a with a cane pole, and he's catching fish. I remember a couple years ago we went trout fishing, 
up there and uh Cooney was I mean slap wearing them out talk about five or six trout like an hour I know it I said what in the with a cane pole but yeah Cooney Cooney's old schooling it old schooling it hook fin type stuff Tom Sawyer I bought that thing I paid 10 bucks for that cane pole at Walmart yeah Ne- never put it down till it broke. That's right. That's right. Well, you tearing all kinds of stuff up. Done broke your cane pole. Done broke your other fishing pole. No wonder you have to work so much. You got to pay for what you tear up. <laughs> fishing poles are expensive too. Well, you, I'd have to say you get it honest. I tear a lot of stuff up myself. Nah, not as much as me. I do tear <laughs> up a good bit. Y'all, uh, y'all did some kayaking up there. Yeah, yeah. A couple of my friends did. I didn't. They they went all they went out to the lake. They probably went three or four hundred yards off the little dock we had right there. It's really really a little boat launching pad. But they went off about two hundred, three hundred yards from there. That was a that was a cold spring break, wasn't it like twenty eight degrees up there in the morning oh, yeah. time? In the morning times and it got down pretty cold during the night. Yeah. I hmm. stayed on the back porch just about the whole time anyway. Well, we we fished Lake Blue Ridge a couple of years ago, too, and caught some bass, you remember? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know that. much about that lake, but we have fished it a time or two, and I do remember we, we got on some bass up there. So. There's another lake up there, Lake Notley. We, did, we didn't fish it, but they said there's good fish come out of that Lake Notley. <clears throat> I, I ain't researched it myself, but I've heard that Lake Blue Ridge is the furthest south, the furthest southern lake that has walleye. I didn't know they had walleye in there. Yeah, that's what I heard. Nah, I ain't looked it up. I ain't researched it. I ain't never caught a walleye myself, but I heard that's the furthest south that you can catch a walleye. Where, in, where are the walleye mainly at? The northern states. Like yeah. up in like Michigan and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, stuff like that. Hmm. that uh, but that's the supposed to be the furthest south you can catch them is lake blue ridge from what i've heard so let's not hold me to that that's just what i've heard well if i would have known that that was possible i might have tried to throw something out there to catch me a walleye you don't know you don't you don't know what kind of kind of stuff you don't know nothing about walleye fishing i just put random stuff on the pole throw it out there something will bite it eventually (laughs) y'all stayed in a cabin yeah we stayed in a cabin off of a road, I'm not gonna say the name. Don't want to give the location away. But on that road, there's an old man that lives down there. Road's named after him. He was a hundred and three years old. That's really old, right? But we talked to him for about thirty minutes. He lives in the same house he was born in. The same house he was born the in. Exact same house he was born in. Hundred three years old. Yep, little bitty old blue house. I bet he's got some stories. We didn't get no stories from him, but I bet he's got a, a big old stash of them. Right. But he owns he owns just about the whole side of the road he lives on. Right. Got cows and stuff out there. Right. Yeah, huh. he, he out there living the dream. That's Me, interesting. Anyway. That's interesting. I'd, I'd like to sit and talk to him on his porch. I bet he's seen Blue Ridge when it Blue Ridge was just showing up nothing but mountains. Wasn't the... You know, it's real touristy up there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went through downtown about 20 times. So we seen our fair well, no, share of the no wonder you didn't. No wonder you didn't catch no fish. They y'all, all wanted to go through downtown. and Y'all was I, out cruising, man. I didn't know where I was at, so I couldn't go do, off and do my own thing. So yeah. I just followed the leader. Y'all was out cruising. Y'all wasn't fishing. 
Well, y'all was just being young teenagers. Well, that's what we are. You acting like you up there fishing? Did y'all go to that Walmart? We did go to that Walmart. You talking about that baby Walmart? That's the smallest. That is the smallest Walmart I've ever been in. So small. I don't understand. I don't see how they how they make money to stay open. I don't even see how Walmart was like here. Y'all can have this little franchise right here. <laughs> <laughs> that is the smallest Walmart I've ever seen and ever been in uh, up there in Blue Ridge, Georgia. That uh, Y'all didn't do no trout fishing, but y'all was close to a creek, wasn't you? Yeah, there's a creek that runs right through the backyard of that cabin. Yeah. It was a right mill creek. Right mill. Right mill branch. Right Branched milk. off of Hemptown Creek. Okay. Uh, well, you so you turkey hunting this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. Good deal. Good deal. We, uh, we're going to go this weekend. I don't rightly know where we're going to go, though. I don't rightly, I don't know where we're going to go. It'll be somewhere on public land. We, uh, we ain't going to fire up a private land spot just yet. Yeah, we'll keep them, keep them private lands stopped for late in the season if yeah. we ain't got on those. Oh, I'll tell you one thing I did do. I lost one of Buck's mouth calls. One of his pecker record turkey calls. I'm sure he ain't happy about that. <laughs> that I bought him for Christmas. It's the pecker record home record mouth calls. And uh, one of the mouth calls called home record. I borrowed it from him and I fell in love with that thing. And uh, I started using it. And then uh, them two birds we got on, they loved it. They 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 loved it. We just couldn't. Like I said, they was call shy and they. They just wasn't going to work with us. I'm, I'm pretty sure one of them was still hinned up. Uh, but they loved that call, and I loved it too. But I kept pulling my phone in and out of my pocket, checking the time, texting Shorty, seeing what they was doing, this and that. And I had that call in my zip-up pocket, and I guess one time or another when I pulled my phone out, it fell to the ground. Me and Buck, when we got done with the hunt, me and Buck actually went back and looked for it, but couldn't find it. You bought me one of them pecker calls for Christmas, too. A slate call. Yeah. Is, does it have a certain name or anything? I can't remember. It, it's just there's, it's just his slate call. Just he, slate call? Yeah. It, uh, now, that's what I called them two birds up uh, youth weekend with. Yeah. Was that. And I did use the combination with my power. No, no. I had the power crystal out. Uh, But I did use that slate call to call them two birds up. That, that slate call. You can do such light and subtle tones with that thing, but now it will get loud. But it it resonates really good when you're calling real low. Like it, I mean, it sounds dang good. I like that thing too. It's my first turkey call. Yeah, that's that I've one. ever owned. So it's gonna be the one that I'm gonna be learning on. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one to learn on because yeah, I I borrowed that call from Cooney. And then, uh, yeah, Cooney told me to give it back to him. I was going to lose it. And I ain't used it since. I know. So I think you need to let me use it since you working and cruising the streets of Blue Ridge. You well, can you can let me use that turkey call. You know where it's at? Sitting right there, right there in the living room, right in front of you. Right. All you got to do is grab it. I well, can't stop you if I'm riding the road to Blue Ridge. <laughs> I, I also bought uh, your brother... A, tur a pecker record glass call and i bought a buddy of ours for christmas the pecker record aluminum call 
And that glass call sounds really good. The aluminum call does too. As a matter of fact, they called up a bird opening day uh, that got within 20 yards. They had a gun malfunction. They they said he come in on the string. I'm really impressed with those pecker record calls. A guy, a guy out of South Georgia named Kevin Farr makes those calls. Uh, we'd We'd been following him and watching him for a while before I decided to get some. I tell you, when I got them, it was about a week and a half before Christmas. I, um, I got in touch with him and told him I was going to place an order. Placed the order, and he said, well, he didn't He didn't really have much faith in the post office getting the uh, getting it to us pretty quick because you know they swamp because of christmas and whatnot he said so he's gonna send it ups and i said well just let me know what the difference is on the ship and i'll pay you and he uh placed the order and it wasn't 20 minutes later he messaged me and said all right they're on the way and i said well what's the difference he said don't worry about it and uh it was i mean probably six seven dollars difference which uh I said, okay, those calls got to the house the next day. Now, he's out of South Georgia somewhere. I remember when that package come in, and you, the package come to the door, and I walked out there with you, and you grabbed it, and I said, what's that? And you said, "That's I ordered that for Shorty. And I said, well, what'd you order? And you was like, something I ordered for Shorty. <laughs> and I was like, well, what did you order? And you just kept telling me something you ordered for Shorty, and you wouldn't tell me. And I said, why won't you tell me? And you go, Cause something I ordered for sure. I didn't order it for you. <laughs> That's why you wouldn't tell me because it was all of ours. Right. And one, if you told me, give it away. So. Well, I'm really impressed with those calls. I haven't really got to be around Shorty using that aluminum call, but I do know Shorty likes it. Uh, I think that him and Buck both tag team that bird, calling that bird up with uh, that glass call and that aluminum call if I remember their story correctly. I do know for sure, certain the glass call was involved. Didn't Shorty get you a slate call for Christmas, too? That yeah. He had a picture or something put in it of us, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Do you remember I, where he got it from? No, I can't remember where he got that. That, that thing's pretty cool. We probably yeah. won't ever use it, though. It's, no, I ain't It's just something you'd like to... But it sounds good, but I don't... Yeah. Yeah, but it I, sounds real good. But I'm impressed with those those pecker record calls. If, if y'all in the market for some turkey calls, y'all check out old... Kevin Farr with Pecker Record, man. They, he, uh, I'm going to be placing me in order probably tomorrow for one of those home record, probably two of those home record mouth calls, one to replace Bucks and, and one for myself. And they're entirely made in the USA. That's right. Which down is in, another thing I like about them. That's right, down in South Georgia. The uh, one thing I wanted to talk about today was on hunt, when you hunt in public land, now, it don't matter what you're hunting. Right now, being that it's turkey season, obviously we we turkey heavy because that's what we're doing right now. But uh, a buddy of mine was talking. He went hunting. Now, he's been hunting these particular birds in this one area for probably going on three weeks now. Uh, and he just likes hunting that area. And he's uh, he's getting them figured out. And he, he, you know, he's getting close to doing what he wants to do over there. And he went over there and Sunday morning and there was another gentleman there uh, going to hunt. And he, he was explaining to me uh, 
that that gentleman was sort of aggravated that he was there. He now he didn't say that he was mad. He said he could just tell that that he was aggravated. Now the guy also told him the the fact that he uh you know had to drive the long way around because there was a wreck on the main road. So he you know he was frustrated to that. But you know that certain area that road gives you access to probably five or six hundred acres yeah yeah it gives you it it gives you access to a lot of land we've hunted we've hunted there for what hell that's where i've hunted ever since i've started hunting right right is that road yeah well yeah we've hunted that road a lot but you know it boils to to me it boils down to respect you know um Two men, three men, four men. I, I mean, I've been by gates, roads. There'd be five or six trucks parked there. Deer season, especially deer season. Yeah, deer deer season brings a lot of people out. In the right. woods, which we don't really deer hunt that much anymore anyway. Well, no, I mean, we deer hunt a good bit, but we don't deer hunt public land. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't deer hunt public land like we used to. Uh, the... The thing the thing about it is is you can talk it out and figure out and come to a respectful mutual agreement on what y'all would like to see happen. Now, with turkey hunting more times than none, there's a lot more movement of the hunter involved, uh, in my opinion, especially the way I hunt, than there is in deer hunting. You yeah, know, a lot of a lot of deer hunting just. You get in there before before daylight. You set up. You set set next to that one tree for about a half a day, or you might sit there all day. Right. Turkey hunting ain't like that. You get in there and you you get to calling. You might sit right. there maybe max an hour. Mm-hmm. Then you're trying to move on, trying to find something, strike one up, right. or at least that's how we do it. Right. There is people that sit there and what like what we call deer hunting the turkey. Right. They just sit there and wait for them to come by. They'll call yeah. every now and then and whatnot. But yeah, well, and if that's the way you want to hunt, that's fine. Oh yeah, not knocking it or anything. No. Right. But you know what I'm getting at is the the simple fact is, and I'm not judging that individual, but why would one person assume that they have access to their self to five or six hundred acres? I, I just don't understand that. That's a, that's a lot because that's a lot of land. I mean, there's hunting clubs out there. I, I think you have to be in the mindset when you say, "Okay, I'm going to go hunt a piece of public property," that there is going to be somebody else there. The likelihood is very high. It uh, it it, you know, one time, me and your cousin, your younger, well, he was young at the time. He's older than you, but he was 14 years old at the time or so. We uh we had access to some pub private land and decided to go to it through some public land, uh, in an attempt not to spook no birds, and there was already a vehicle there. Same situation that that road accessed five or six hundred acres, and so we went down the road with the mindset: if we hear a turkey goblin, this individual may, or the likelihood of him being working that turkey calling to that turkey was high that was not expecting to cut him off not expecting to get in his way in any in any fashion 
Uh, and we cut down a fork of a road, probably three quarters of a mile back in the woods. And he come walking down the opposite fork and he stopped us, you know, got our tell you what's up. And so I went over and talked to him and he said, uh, y'all going to hunt down there. And I said, yeah, he said, all right, well, good luck to y'all. And I said, all right, man, you too. Be careful. Cordial conversation. He didn't show no, he didn't say he was, Hey, I'm going to, he didn't say nothing like, well, why'd y'all cut me off or anything? Like, he didn't show that he was mad or anything. No. He it, just kind of was like, okay, well, I was leaving anyway, so. that That's that's how I took it. Now, if he had have said that, just just me being the way I am, I would have said, if you're hunting a turkey down here, if you've ha- had one goblin or whatever, you know, this is what we were going to do, but we won't do that now. Or be it that I know the area down there, I may have gave him a hint or a tip or might 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 even have said, "Hey, I, I think I know where he's going." You know, you see what I'm saying? Okay, he, he was an out of state hunter, wasn't he? Well, I I, I know his uh, vehicle had a Virginia tag, but yeah. that doesn't mean well, he was well, out. Of, you yeah. know, he could have been a rental car. Who knows? It could have been. So, but then when we got back to the truck, I had a note on the truck that said uh, something along the lines. I ain't got the note with me, but it said. Out of twenty nine thousand acres, you choose, you chose to park behind me. And let's teach the the youth the proper way to hunt. And I thought to myself, well, if you were upset or aggravated, the time to have said something would have been right then. Uh, we could have talked it out. If if you felt I was stepping on your toes, should have told me. Maybe maybe my explanation of what we was doing would have eased your mind or made you made you feel better about the situation. Maybe I would have seen that I was in the wrong. Maybe there was something not to my knowledge that he was doing that I had no idea about. But how am I supposed to know if we don't have that respectful conversation? Yeah, in my experience, it's been a lot better. To just sit down with somebody if you got a problem, talk it out, let them know where you're coming from, try to understand where they're coming from. It's like when people, it's like when somebody has a problem with somebody and they, and somebody will post about it on their social media or something like that, and then you just go under there and comment, I think that's dumb or something like that, or you shouldn't have said that or something. Don't just start getting, don't just put it out there like, yo, you were in the wrong it's all your fault. Right. Talk to them. Understand where each other's coming from, and everything will just it it, it makes life a whole lot well, easier. Well, you know, normally, normally, when uh, if I see a truck at a gate, it doesn't matter what season it is. You know, normally I'll just drive on and go to a different spot. That's one reason we we scout so many spots because we hunt primarily public land. Uh, I'll just go to a different spot. But at that time, there was a bird working that area, and we had done planned our day out. We had done planned our day out. And it, like I said, we could have talked it out, and it would have been very easy. I had another buddy that runs sort of into the same situation once before. He he pulled up to an area midday. Uh, turkey was gobbling. He got out of his truck, started working the bird. It ended up not happening for whatever reason. He gets back to his truck. There's a note on his truck. 
said, you know, something along the lines, the next time, why don't you find your own turkey to mess with? Well, he had no knowledge at all that anybody was in there. Yes, yeah, like slight ones. I believe they did it. Somebody done it before when we was deer hunting. I believe last year. Remember, there was a truck parked at a gate that you wouldn't think they'd be hunting where they were hunting at, and it could it could have not been that person. But so we 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 parked at the gate, and you know when you're parked at a gate, you kind of know. This is going to be the general area where yeah, you, that person's you, you know, at. You know the roads that tie in. You know the areas that tie into that road. And you know the other roads that would be closer, you know, to come in from different different ways. So you, Yeah. But but that 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 is going in from somebody who hunts a general area a lot because it takes time to learn that, right? But now, nowadays we have Onyx, and you can look on Onyx, and that's a, that's a great tool to use. You can look on your phone, pull it right up, and say, "Oh, well, maybe this is a quicker way." <clears throat> but those those maps not being exactly right on the time frame, you might pull up to a road, and it's a briar thicket because it hadn't been bush hogged in five years. You might pull up to the road. Remember when the snow come through years ago and laid all the pine trees down over the roads? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you might pull into a road, and it's just. It is not the ideal thing to go down because you're making too much noise climbing over trees. Uh, but some people walk. We walk. Yeah, we do get pretty far sometimes. Like you said, this weekend, 8.3 miles might not sound like a lot to some people, but for us, that's a pretty good trek. Well, we, we knew the area the birds were in. We decided to come in a different way from them that we did that morning. Uh so we went in one way in the morning time. And as a matter of fact, that morning, there was a car that had parked there with us that we we didn't know because we went in real early. And they went on hunting. We never seen them, never, never come across them, anything like that. They come out after us. We had a, a cordial conversation. Hey, what's going on? Did y'all get on any birds? No, we didn't hear none, y'all. Yeah, we heard some, but they wouldn't work, and this and that and that and this. Everything was fine. That, that, and that's how it should be. That, that, I mean, that's exactly how it should be. Um, but if you, if you know a, an area, I will say that it is easier. Just like I said, we went in on these birds in the morning time one direction decided to come in a different direction uh for the afternoon hunt and we ended up looping all the way around to where we come in the the morning time so if anybody had been there they would have probably been well where in the world did y'all come from you see what i'm saying yeah I, i think it boils down to you just have to have the mindset if you're hunting public, there is going to be somebody else there. The likelihood is very high. You are not the only person that is entitled to be there. You are not the only person that has ever hunted there. You're not going to be the last person that hunted there. Yeah, and it seems like in the past year or two, the hunting people hunting public lands, just, especially down here where we are in Georgia, just steadily going up, steadily going up. Right. So at least we've noticed it in areas we've hunt. 
but I don't know if it's like that everywhere. I'm sure it is. Right. And I'm sure it has a lot to do with like the COVID and people being out of work and stuff like right. that. But, right. So you just you just got to know like this is public land. I understand that everybody can hunt this if they have their hunting license, of course. Right. So I just need to be aware that there's going to be other people out here. That's right. Just have that mentality going into it. As I got to thinking of, thinking about that situation and and uh, talking to that buddy of uh, buddy of ours about it, as I thought about it today, one thing come to come to my mind. It was from Philippians uh, chapter two, three uh, says, "Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves." That it to me that is so simple. The the level of respect is there each and every time you make up your mind you're gonna do something with someone else. When you do something with something else, make sure it's gonna be better for that person above yourself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's it's basically like, is it kind of like a like a greed thing? Like, don't be selfish. Well, yeah, think I, about the other person it, before it, yourself. It's or? all it's 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 tip for tat. It's don't be selfish. Don't be disrespectful. Uh, don't be all high and mighty on yourself that you have an entitlement. Don't you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You know, you can say. Uh, I was here first, but why would you? You was here first to what? You was you was here first to what? The the simple fact that you was able to get up earlier in the morning and beat somebody to a gate gives you gives you six hundred acres to where the man that had to drive around the the wreck that morning. Don't get to hunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like don't don't think that you're better than anybody. Don't don't and if they get upset or get mad, then you you've got the choice. To either get upset and mad too, or be respectful. And either say, Yeah, you know what, you're right. Cause maybe they are right. Maybe they are, hey, it's a little too late right now. I do know there's a bird right there that's roosted right on the side of the road. If you go that way, me or you, either one, don't have a chance at that bird. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I just seen a deer cross the road. I seen a real nice eight-pointer cross the road right there. You know what I mean? Or I got this, I got this buck patterned. Could you do me a favor? And not walk through there because, you know, the likeliness of him coming through there is pretty high. I mean, all it takes is a conversation. It's in a, a simple conversation at that. It uh, It's about respect, period. Yeah, it all circles back to respect. That's it. Yeah. So that that's that's what I had for today, man. What do you got, Cooney? You got anything? Anything I mean, other than work and school? No, I don't really think that deep like you do i'm just kind of i just kind of take it well day by I, day. I think it's so simple 
that it really ain't that deep. You know what I mean? It really isn't that deep. I guess I just think of it as being that deep because of the type of language. It, is a tur- is a turkey worth fussing over? No, definitely not. Is a is a is a turkey worth ruining your day over? No. Ruining somebody else's day. Now no. I'm not saying let somebody run over you. I'm not saying that. We ain't gonna let nobody run over us. We ain't gonna let nobody pitch a fit on us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We ain't gonna do that because we know how to pitch a fit too. Uh, but what I'm saying is, if you respectful right off the bat, and they're respectful right off the bat, it's gonna be gravy, y'all. It's it's gonna be gravy. Because if you if they gonna get frustrated with you, more than likely you're gonna end up getting frustrated with them. Right. It's just the way right. people are. And if you get frustrated, then you that's on your mind all day, and you. You're just not going to have fun out there. Yeah. You're going to be like, man. If I get upset over a turkey, over a deer, over a hog, over anything, it's going to be because of my own stupidity and how I mess how I mess that up like I do all the time. It's like it's like when we first got Dot, which is our coon dog. Yeah. And I was talking about doing competition hunts. Yeah. And I was asking you why, why you wouldn't like to competition hunt no more, and you said because... Whenever you get out there, people people nowadays in them hunts is more about them, not the dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 uh, yeah that that's a whole different ball game right there. <laughs> that's what it reminded me. Because then you add in competition that. too. You know what I mean? So people people get uh they'll get irate over that. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. People people go out there and get mad about those those competition hunts. But if I'm out there, I'm just like, dude, man. Yeah. We're just out here. I I do it for fun. That's right. We win. If I win, that, I win. If I don't, that, I don't. That's why we hunt. That's why we get outdoors. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's for fun. But, I mean, there's something to be said. You got a safety aspect, too. That's another reason you should talk it out with somebody that's at a gate to get a general idea on where they're going to be, uh, especially when it comes to deer season and you're running, you know, high-power rifles out in the woods and i mean you don't want to mess nobody's hunt up because you don't want nobody messing your hunt up simple conversation that's all i got i ain't gonna beat it to death Mm-mm. you know what i mean yeah respect it's pretty much all there is to, i mean just be respectful to everybody you ain't got nothing else cooney no i ain't got nothing else well all right y'all we'll holler at you deuces <laughs>